Sugar is not my friend. Sugar is not my friend. When I have sugar, I get the sugar blues. Hi, I'm Asidra Person Lynn, and that's what's on my mind. So let's talk about this a little bit. Sugar is not my friend. But I go over there and offer myself to sugar, knowing it's not my friend, knowing it takes me places I don't want to go. It takes me bigger. My skin is not as clear. My scalp is not as clear. My teeth are impacted all over. Sugar is not my friend, but I'm sniffing after sugar just like some crackhead. Now, I have really gotten a lot of sugar out of my life. I don't eat not nowhere near the ice cream I used to eat. I don't run for cookies and things like that. But I'll be having a perfectly green day. I'm just losing weight. I'm having my kale and my smoothies and my uh, vegetable snacks. I mean, real water-based vegetable snacks, not some funny-looking vegetable potato chip. And um, it it's like sugar will just come up. Now, when I got back to work after a surgery, I told myself I'm not going to that vending machine. And for six months, I did not go. I must have saved a lot of money, too. And then one day, I just went. And then here I've been going ever since. So it's like a an addiction. No, it is an addiction. And the, and, and if you take it out of your system, the addiction goes away. But I don't care if you're watching TV. And let me tell you something about my job. Oh, my goodness. I work at a medical university. And you would think these people feed us almost every day. We're having a reception for this one. This one's coming to speak. You know, we, we have food. We, we're planning our big year-end celebration right now on the 19th. Um, I'm telling you, every day, even today, today is Monday. I went to work and I said, who's going to feed me today? I just pop, thought popped in my mind and I was going to lunch. I was, and right across the street is a hospital. And a lot of our, you know, we had residencies there and, and that kind of thing. The program went away a little while. It's a long story, but it's coming back. And so our medical students get to go on rounds over there. It's very convenient. Everything is wonderful. And this hospital is brand new, state of the art. And they have a beautiful cafeteria. And so they have healthy food. They make it a point to have salads, fresh salads, very forward thinking salads with quinoa and black beans and things like that. I mean, really good stuff I would make myself if I could get past my husband bringing home barbecue or fried chicken or other things. I live in South LA and that is a food desert. If the food is there, it's soul food, and that means it's gloppy in, in a lot of cases. You can't find a fresh salad. Um, it's just, it tastes good, but it's not good for you. So that's, besides sugar, is not my friend either. But anyway, so I'm on my way to the cafeteria across the street, which gives you a nice little walk to get some sunshine. And I said, well, let me stop by the boardroom because I knew one of the doctors, two of the doctors were giving uh, a lecture. And um, 
And I go there, and there's lunch. Now, the good thing, this lunch was salad and chicken salad-like, but real chicken and real salad, not the kind of prefab chicken. And um, and I got my free lunch. (laughs) You know, I didn't go over. I had to go shoot another lecture over in the research part. And so... Every day, I'm telling you that that the security department had a a Christmas party, and this the chef they call him Chefy Double came and catered. I mean, he threw down beautiful, tasty goodness. It was really good. And um, every day, from Thanksgiving to today, they've been feeding me every day. Now, how am I supposed to lose weight? face with bread pudding and peach cobbler? Come on now. Oh, honey, honey. Sugar, I tell you. We used to have sugar cubes as a kid. I would sit there and just put them in my mouth and let them dissolve. Just pure sugar. It's amazing the things that I ate as a kid. Did you guys eat some really crazy stuff? Like there was this medicine that my mother had in the medicine cabinet called Brioski. And it was made kind of like a Alka-Seltzer fizzle thing, but it had a better taste. And they weren't shaped like discs. They were like little, I don't know, shapes. And um, I would put that in my mouth and it would just foam up. My mother had no idea I was eating pure drugs. We used to play with the thermometer mercury for a long time. We would play with it. We would touch it. We'd roll it around in our fingers. We'd roll it over the floor. I mean, I don't know why we had so many broken thermometers. Did I break them on purpose? Hopefully. But the point is, okay, do you remember when MSG first came out? I loved the taste of that stuff, and I would just eat it. I would just eat MSG. But anyway, sugar is the thing that I get my hands on the most often. It's in everything. This guy brought me home a meal. This guy, my son. I'm sorry. Anyway, son, I love you. You know I do. Brought me home, me and my husband, home a meal. Beautiful meals that had brown, a bit of brown rice with beautifully handcrafted, you know, it was chicken and vegetables and and all kinds of things in this wonderful sauce. But the sauce was sweet. <sighs> we put sugar in everything. People put sugar in their collard greens. People put sugar in their spaghetti. Sugar is in everything. One day, my mother-in-law is a cook that just perfectly, just wonderful cook. And one day I was over her house and I was watching her cook because she would never teach me to cook, nor would she ever um, tell me recipes. She said, well, if I give you the recipe, you know, what's the point in me bringing the dish to the to the event when you're going to make it yourself? Little did she know, I am not the one. That's why I was blessed to have a beautiful mother-in-law who could cook. And, you know, my mother could cook, but my daughters-in-law could cook. And so I... Um, Felicia and Angela, I'm telling you, they can throw down. 
And and God skipped a generation on me because in my family, I was raised as the boy. I shoveled the snow. I mowed the lawn. I'm the one that was prepared to go to college. My other sisters know how to keep a home and cook and all that kind of stuff. I missed that memo. But anyway, sugar, The you know what the best sugar is, though? Sugar cane. And I discovered that in Bogota, Colombia, where I went as a senior in high school. We had an exchange program, and I stayed with this Colombian family. And we used to have um, one of our lessons in the in the in the little school that we all went to met downtown to go to was um, horseback riding, and we had our own horses and everything. And the little man would have the sugar cane that he would give to the horses. I don't know what made me taste it, but I tasted that sugar cane, and now I'm so nice, nasty. I wouldn't have tasted anything that wasn't washed in front of me or whatever. Anyway. And it was the best. And I have been fiending for sugar cane ever since. I love when I eat corn, I love sucking the sugar juice out the middle of the, whatever that thing is in the middle of the corn. I can't think of right now. Bottom line is, I I have had a thing for sugar for a long, long time, long time. And I got to break it because I notice when I don't have sugar and salt, as the main guest in, in on my plate, then the weight just comes off. It really, really will. And if I don't fill up with a lot of fried stuff, a lot of oil, you know, it, it will just come off. It will. So anyway, sugar's not my friend. I'm letting the world know it's not my friend. And yes, you can tell me, Isidra, doesn't that have sugar in it? And I'll put it down. I promise I will. But sometimes it's in my mouth before I even know. Sugar is not my friend, and it's not yours either. Diabetes, that lecture I covered today was about retinal, uh, retinopathy. Diabetes is a scary mug, and it's all because of sugar.